The following podcast is a part of the Spin Studio Network. Hey guys, welcome back to Flourish and Fulfilled. Today's episode, I have Tessa, who is one of my very best friends. She's been living with me for the last, I don't know, four or so months. And so many of you have requested that I bring her on and do like a live Q&A, a little bit more in depth of what you would normally see on my Instagram stories. So that is going to be everything in today's episode. Before we get started, I want to go through top three, bottom three from the week that was. And this week it has been such a big week, I think, in so many different ways. I, I'm i going to start with my top first. I was able to go and see my old PA Gemma. And for those of you that do follow on Instagram, you may have seen her sing on there. She has the voice of an actual angel. It is just the first time she ever sung in front of my dad, my dad burst into tears. She's just, yeah, she is so, so deserving of everything that she is going to get. And I know that she will live out her dreams and she'll be on that splendor stage one day and I'll be front row singing her along. So it's just really beautiful to see that she's actually chasing her dreams and it's coming true for her, which is, yeah, probably my biggest top. And I just can't, can't, um, yeah, cheer for her any more than I already am. Second top this week, I it's been really rainy here and I did a really fun photo shoot that um, I haven't released yet, but when I do, you'll know why it was so magic. But it was this massive storm that came over and a rainbow literally appeared just for the photo shoot. So it was for maybe... 35 minutes that this rainbow came out and then went away straight away. So really, really, really magic. Sunday, we went horse riding with the twins and usually they do pony club every Sunday and usually there's only enough horses for the twins. And on this particular Sunday, I don't know why, but they had enough horses for everybody. And Tessa's biggest fear is horse riding. And the twins somehow coerced her into going on a horse. And the guy that was leading her around was almost like a cowboy trying to show off to her. And he grabbed the reins of the horse and was trying to get it to gallop and it nearly bucked her off. And it was just so funny watching her hang on to this horse. So probably not very nice, but that was definitely a highlight for the week. Bottom for the week. Oh, I think one of my biggest bottoms is the gossip sites. It's so hard to read things that are just so untrue. And I know that when you buy into it or try and have your own say or back it up in a different way, it just feeds it and fuels it. So learning to really turn a blind eye to gossip sites has been really hard for me this week. Um, So it's a definite bottom. Second bottom is the fucking app. Oh my God. I am so sick of dealing with app development issues or the app going down or bug fixes. And I know that this app has just caused me so many headaches over the years and it's just trying to like come to terms with, I am not a tech girl. I am not. I can't do it. So hopefully we get to the bottom of it soon and it's, yeah, smooth sailing from there. Third one is the boys 
almost every single Easter will go and spend a couple of weeks with my dad and my parents in South Australia on like the coastline surfing and fishing and having the best time. But I miss them so much. I feel like it's like I've lost my leg or something when they're not at home and it's it's just not the same. Like having them around, it's like having two of my best friends living with me all the time and they're at an age now where they're actually really fun to be around and I actually love it and enjoy it and, yeah, it just feels a bit different not having them at home. So that is my top three and bottom three for the week that was. Now, before we get into the questions um, that were asked, what I did was I put a Q&A on Instagram uh, for you all to ask these questions. So some of these, these are not rehearsed, by the way. So some of these may be left at field, but these are the questions that you wanted to know. So I will introduce you firstly to Tessa and um, let her tell you a little bit about herself before we go into like the questions and the questions and answers and stuff. But Tessa, what do you do with yourself? Tell everybody who you are, what makes you tick, what do you do for work? That's a great question to start with. Okay. <laughs> hey, everyone. I'm so excited to be on here. <laughs> feels really weird being on the podcast because, like, I don't know, we're just always chatting day to day and it's it's really exciting to be on here. But um, I am a lingerie designer. I have my own lingerie brand, which I hand make. I am literally Tessie's <laughs> biggest fan. I swear, that I, I swear that I have more of your lingerie than what you even do. Yeah, you do, literally. And you wear it every day. Every day. <laughs> and even the old stuff from like back in the day as well. The other day I put on a nightie and I was like, oh, and Tessie's like, um, <laughs> when was that made? Yeah, that was like one from the early, early stages. That was really cool. Oh, I love that. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that's me. Um, Sophie and I have been friends for so many years. Yeah. I think over 13 years. Um, so, yeah, been through a lot of ups and downs together. Um, mainly ups, though. <laughs> <laughs> we'll hear about that in the questions. Uh, what else do you do for work? <laughs> is that a trick question? She's like, she's like um, not on the podcast. Come on, she's giving me the eyes. Don't say that. Uh, well, this is something I haven't really shared. Oh, okay, is this, is great. This, Let's are we do going it. To okay, are we going to sorry. <laughs> I threw on your bus. First, oh bus, first question. So, my secret business, I guess. Okay. <laughs> I can't believe you threw me under the bus. It's a good, it's a good bus throwing. Okay, all right. So there's, um, so, there's the lingerie brand, and there's also a business that I started during COVID. COVID, which is actually an adult, <laughs> an adult store, which is online, but based at, uh, based for like females. Yeah, and female empowerment. Yeah, it's yeah. really quite beautiful. So sexual wellness and female empowerment. Yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to take the taboo out of it all. Yeah, <laughs> which I think you do in a really beautiful way. Ah, thank you. All right, let's get into <laughs> the questions. So I'll go first. So what we'll do is we'll tag team on the questions. So all of these questions were coming through via Instagram. And before we sign off, I'll just log back on and make sure that there weren't any other questions that did come through. And the first question, how did you guys meet? How do we meet? Oh, gosh, this is like so long ago. I can't remember the exact moment, but I would have to say it 
probably was back comps. in our little comp days when we yeah. used to do swimsuit comps. <laughs> I think it was that that very first one. At least we still do <laughs> comps where you've like you actually made money. With fitness comps, there's no prize money. You get like a golden trophy that goes in the garage. Yeah, well, I mean, we always did it for the and money holidays. or holidays. Yeah. I was always like, take me to the Bahamas. And <laughs> yeah, I but you there. did that. That was a good <laughs> thing. That was a really good thing, though. Well, we're Adelaide girls. We want to get out. We want to explore and just like <laughs> stuck in see the country. The um, yeah. But what happened on that night? Oh, <laughs> I think this is a memorable moment for everyone of me, really. Yeah. Like, I fell off the stage. She I fell off the stage. <laughs> um, I fell off and... Um, the music stopped everything. It was so daunting. And I got up and I just remember Soph was just there. <laughs> like, hey, are you okay? I'm here. Um, Hold my hand. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure my bikinis got stolen too. Yeah, and because obviously Tessa's a lingerie designer, she hand sews every single like sequin and makes them really, really beautiful. Back and someone then, yeah. took them. Yeah, someone took them. They're never going to be able to wear those. No, I'm going to know. know. <laughs> That's my bikini. All right, oh. next question. Oh, you're going to love this one. What is each other's best and worst habits? Ugh, you go first. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'll face this Are you having to think? Um, okay, so best and... Oh, okay, so... Start with worst. Bring me down there, tear me up. <laughs> <laughs> worst habits. Oh, I don't know. Uh, um, oh, not putting the bins out. I hate putting the bins out. I hate it. Her dad literally came up last week oh for a visit and she missed the bin day. And in her area, the bin man only comes every two weeks. So it's like, yeah. oh, my God, we have a full bin. And it's like five of us living, six of us living there. It's just, yeah, yeah. it's hectic. And what did your dad do? Put the whole put- bin in the boot of the car and took it to the dump to empty it. And then it, it leaked all through the car and he had to go and get the car carpets like, vacuumed out because it was that bad. I hate putting the bins out. That's a definite bad habit. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, I don't know. That's the only one I can think of right now. Whatever. <laughs> There's so many. I'm like a little cyclone. It's like I am so messy. I'll come home and just like create mess wherever I go. I understand that though because I'm like, <laughs> no, you're the same. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so and best habit. Oh, Oh, you've got lots. I would, but I love the fact that you can just manifest anything. Like, yeah. you'll say something, and then next thing you know, something will pop up, or you'll get a phone call, or yeah. or you'll just make things happen. And I think that's like that's such a good quality and good habit to have. Oh, <laughs> Tessa and I will probably end up crying throughout this podcast. Oh, I can't even look at we her. We cry daily. I know. Like, I love you. <laughs> okay, so your worst habit: you literally will go to sleep. And wake up two days later. <laughs> I'm not kidding. We'll I can't have one nap. night out. And then she literally sleeps for the rest of the weekend. And we'll be like, well, there goes Tessa for the rest of the week. I've done it so many times. So many times. I actually remember in Byron I did it. Yeah, I know. She just pops herself to sleep and has a nap, but she actually isn't napping. She's sleeping for a week. Um, best habit. You are like sunshine in a room, I think is that's probably more a personality trait than a habit, though. No. Your best habit is being able to see the beauty in everything. Like you're really good at swapping it and seeing somebody else's perspective. Um, <laughs> anyway, next question. <laughs> uh, what is your favourite thing about yours and Tessa's friendship? Mm. I. You want to go first? No, no, no. <laughs> 
you're like, mm. I was like, I'm ready. <laughs> I think it's the fact that we could literally be laying in the cloud, which is what we <laughs> <laughs> That's the term we use for my bed. So I have this, I have a house with an indoor pool and my bedroom overlooks the whole house. So from my bed, you can see the kitchen, the lounge room, Everything. the kids' rooms. You can see the whole house from my bed. So often if Tessa and I are talking or reading or journaling or doing breath work, whatever we're doing, we're laying in this bed and it's just the most comfortable yeah. bed. And the pillows. It's just <laughs> and incredible. The pillows are so good too. Every time we go anywhere, we're like, we want to go back to the cloud. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's we really beautiful. Cloud. And no matter where we are or what we're doing, we're always having fun and laughing or whether we're grocery shopping or cooking yeah. or cleaning or whatever we're doing, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I agree. I feel like everything always feels like an adventure, like a fun one. And we think that we are the funniest when we're together. Like, no I don't one know else if anyone, so funny. I don't think anyone else does, but like we laugh at ourselves so much that I'm pretty sure people just laugh at our laughs. We'll like, tell it we'll tell a story and people won't even get what we were like had to be there, guys. Had to be there. <laughs> Tough crowd. What is your favorite night out together? Ooh, oh, are these podcast? podcast. <laughs> She's like, I'm worried now. <laughs> um, podcast appropriate. <laughs> I don't know. We've had so many over the years. We've had so many fun so times. Many. Um, but I feel like even just adventures during the day or activities are just as fun as our night outs, like nights out, sorry. Um, we just, we always have fun, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. I can't if you pinpoint can think of one. Pinpoint one. I reckon mine. <laughs> was probably your birthday party jungle themed. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> we got kicked out of the hotel at 9 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> and then the only place that we were allowed to go to was a, um, what was it? It was like a, like a gay bar? Yeah, that was the only place we were allowed let in with our costumes on. So we all had like little jungle outfits on and um, it and was just wild. a wild, wild night. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. But that was years ago. That was years, yeah. That would have been like... That was before I had the twins, so maybe like seven years ago. Wow. Yeah, that a long time so ago. Fun. But that was a lot of fun. All right, you can ask the next one. Okay, so what is the biggest lesson learnt living with Soph? What has she taught you? Oh, wow. This list could go on. Um, there's been so many things that I've learned living with Soph. It's been such a good journey to live with you as well at this kind of time in my life. Um, but one of the, I don't know, one of the best things would probably be just to um, like have this beautiful friendship with no judgment, um, to be able to set boundaries. Um, <laughs> she's, had to, she's had to practice setting boundaries with Kai. And like Kai, <laughs> all, well, well, yeah, all the kids, all the kids, the kids were literally like when she first got here, the kids would like bully her and be like, "Do this," and she'd be like, "Okay, all right." And I was I like, can't "Why say would no. you say yes to them?" Oh, like the roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> I went on the roller coaster with Kai. I couldn't say no. Um, yeah, but setting boundaries—that's been a big one for me. I've never been able to do that, so um, I reckon that's the biggest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What learning to say no? Yeah, learning to say no and. But also, like, we've learned a lot from you. There's been so many times that we've had deep, deep chats with Kai as well. Like, even in the last, what, oh, yeah. few months of Kai turning 14, it's been such a hormonal 
Gross you forget roller coaster. How, yeah, you forget how much of a roller coaster it is at that age. Yeah, and he's even like he even feels it though. He's like, when is this gonna stop? His yeah. voice is breaking, his yeah. sheets are getting changed regularly. <laughs> <laughs> it's just gross. It's a bit um oh. there's a lot happening. But we've had a lot of um really beautiful chats with him that you've had to kind of like share and open up and yeah. help him as well. So yeah, it's definitely a two-way street. And I'm like, this is so beautiful to be able to. (laughs) We're not streaking. No one's streaking. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so funny. Next one is more, I suppose it's a question. Is Tessa a beautiful soul? (laughs) I feel like she's as sweet as caramel tart. Tessa is literally the sweetest person I know. She would never hurt anybody. She, um, yeah, she just is honestly exactly what you see. She's absolutely beautiful. Uh, you can <laughs> caramel tart, baby. Tell me more. Tell me more. Um, how do you guys handle disagreements with each other? What disagreements? Yeah, there's actually um, <laughs> has there ever actually been one? I don't think there has. I don't. I don't know. We're always really good at communicating. Mm. We we never invalidate each other's kind of opinions mm. or anything. Like we always talk through everything. We have no judgment on each other. Yeah, that's a big one, I think. Yeah. Um, um, so I don't know. We don't. We've never had a fight. No. Or like any. Uh, yeah. And that's like we've been friends for years. Yeah. Like since what seventeen, eighteen. Yeah. And we've literally been nonstop with each other. Yeah. Twenty four seven for the last four, four months. months. <laughs> like literally, like Tessa's lived with us for four months. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the one of the, one of the one of the fans. Uh, Tessa. Who is your favourite of Sophie's children? Oh, I don't have oh, a favourite. Come can't, off You can't it. do this. You can't do this. To I'm me. not doing this. This is someone else's question. <laughs> Who asked this? <laughs> um, oh no, I love them all equally. Bullshit. I call bullshit. <laughs> I'm calling bullshit. No, they all have their beautiful qualities. Um, I love. I do love Kai though. <laughs> <laughs> she loves Kai. She has this like. You've always loved him. Yeah, I, do, I have. Like he's and he just he's grown into a little man now. I'm like, oh my god, you're seriously the cutest thing ever. He's the sweetest soul. He's so sensitive. He's just like she's forming him into her future partner. <laughs> no, like forming him to into a good partner for somebody else. Like, um, but no, and then I don't know. They're all like Ryder's really beautiful. He's really sweet. He's just so. Like, he's actually so comfortable in who he is, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Um, I love that about him. Evie is just, like, <laughs> the boss of the house. She will, she runs it. Yeah, but then she has her little sweet side where she's like, Tessa, love me. <laughs> and I love I that. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> when Tessa first got here, she was like, I love the fact the kids need me so much. Um, and I need I was like, me, love yep, me, they need can me. Need <laughs> <laughs> I'll be over here. <laughs> and I don't want to forget Aria. She's just, like, a little butterfly. Like, she's she just is. the sweetest little thing ever. Like, she'll do anything for anyone. Yeah. And I'm just like. Keeps the peace. All the kids are literally... Sophie's personality, but separated into different compartments. I'm like, wow, <laughs> so cool. I love it. It's funny because I actually get asked this question a lot, like, who is my favourite? Really? And I, yeah, and I'm always like, I don't have one because I love them all in so many different ways. Yeah, and the boys are always like, Mum, we know who your favourite oh, is. Oh, they Remember? fight over it. Yeah, yeah. and they were like, it's Aria, <laughs> and then we're like. Oh. 
get actually well, like, she, well, she never gets in trouble. Never. I never. <laughs> she literally keeps the peace. So if Evie's fighting over something, she'll give her anything that she's got. She's if so she had sweet. like one piece of chocolate, she'd give it to Evie. If like, She'll literally be at the beach and if Evie's making a sandcastle, she'll go feed her. Yeah. <laughs> so, that, so that Evie's hands don't have to get washed. <laughs> she's so beautiful. Aww. But I definitely don't think that there's a favourite. I think this, yeah, they're all so different in who they are. Yeah. But yeah, you and Kai have a very strong bond. Yeah. He literally, like, when we rang him and told him that Tessa was... Oh, don't. I know, she'll cry. She'll actually cry. She's cried about it a lot. But Tessa's moving out in a couple of weeks and we rang Kai to tell him and he's in Adelaide with my parents at the moment and he was like, no, Aww. you can't leave. They and then she was, like, doubting doubting whether she was going to go. He's like, just stay upstairs, stay in the basement. So it's like, we don't <laughs> we even don't have, have a basement. basement. <laughs> Kai's like, we'll make one. He's like, live next door, don't go. <laughs> yeah, next door's available for rent at the moment. And Kai's like, why can't she move next door? Like, Let her go. <laughs> oh, very sweet. Okay, uh, Tessa, again for you. Do you like Sophie's new man? Ooh. Hmm. Um, yes. Well, there's only, I can't really say too much, can I? Because there's contracts and Yeah, things. there's like an embargo at the moment. Yeah. Um, couple more weeks. Couple more weeks. <laughs> couple more weeks. Then I can let loose. But um, I literally see them both every day and um, I love seeing Sophie happy. So I think that's really beautiful. Um, you also like the fact that he's like got a little bit of fucking spark about him. <laughs> I love that he pushes their buttons as well a little he bit. He revs like, me up. <laughs> no one revs me up. And he revs the, um, me up. Yeah, that's really cool as well. Like he Why? Because he makes me angry. And I'm like <laughs> normally not angry at all. Uh, there's moments where I'm like, okay, I'm going to do the dishes <laughs> now. <watch> and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave you guys to it. See ya. <laughs> uh, how can women authentically show up to help other women going through a difficult situation? I really love this question. Yeah, this is a beautiful one. I think it's really, really powerful for so many different reasons because not only have you been there for me in really shitty situations but reversed as well. Mm. So, yeah, what do you reckon? I reckon just making sure that you're there for them and you don't like during a hard time, you don't just like put your hands up and walk away, like and give up yeah. on them. Like sometimes people just need you more than like more than you know. And um, also not being judgmental as well. I think that's a good one as well because it's so like hard to know how they're actually feeling in that situation, like or what they're going home to yeah, as well. Like, yeah, and what little inner demons that they're having at that time. So just um, yeah, not being judgmental, being there for them, loving them unconditionally, like. Yeah, yeah, I think that's really important. Yeah, no, yeah. that's really, really, really beautiful. And yeah. yeah, I definitely think that when you have friends, it's like it's so easy to judge and we literally live in a world at the moment where everyone's a fucking slut and we're slut-shamed all the time or you don't like their partner but they keep going back to them or like for whatever reason we're so critical of each other and instead of being critical, just love them for who they are and don't try and change them or make them into someone they're not. Yeah. You know? Yeah, just yeah. love them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, what is your biggest achievement together to date? Oh, I don't know. There's been a few. Like we don't have one in particular. I don't reckon. Like there's just so many. Like um, yeah. What would you? Yeah. What would you say? I don't know. We've had a lot of little like, wins. Yeah, yeah, and similarities along like the journey and the way. Yeah, like a lot of the stuff that we've done have. 
I feel like our together. inner journey feels like our biggest achievement. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. Like, we're always working on that and always like encouraging each other to be better and do better. And I feel Me. like that's so nice. <laughs> I, I do Yoni, you do Yoni. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. <laughs> Tessie got figured by chick too. It wasn't just me. (laughs) All right. Next question. We'll move on from that one. Uh, Why does Tessa live with you? Mm. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, the full story would probably be something we share on a different kind of, a different time, but pretty much like I had a really shitty time in December and a really bad heartbreak, really. Like, yeah. So I moved away from Sydney. Soph offered a place to stay for six weeks and I just didn't leave. <laughs> I was like, and now we never wanted to go. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going back to Sydney now. Um, but, yeah, no, it's been like a big heartbreak. It's been a big journey and I think more in-depth details maybe one day would be shared, um, but not quite now. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, what do you think? All right. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, and, like, I mean, it's, it's definitely Tessa's story to tell and I think it'll be really empowering one day, but it's still so fresh and raw and just not there yet. Cool. When you're healing from trauma, how do you get your friends to understand and not judge? That's such a, like, that's what we were talking about before. Yeah. Yeah. So just be there for them. Um, Just let, just like, let them talk to you and listen, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. Just no judgment. I think it just comes down to that, doesn't it? And loving unconditionally. It was like the other day that Gottman Institute um, thing on listening, you know, how I posted that mm. with when we listen and the book that I was reading a couple of weeks back, when we listen, we usually listen with the receptor of being able to talk back instead of actually taking a back seat and listening without thinking about what we're going to say next, just listening and actually taking a breath and taking a minute to realize what the other person is actually saying and not trying to force your opinion or judgment or anything on top of them. Mm-hmm. And I think so often we try and fix our friends or give them a solution or I know that for me I'm such a fixer. I like people to always be happy and I'm like I can fix you, I can do this, I can do that and offer all these solutions instead of just being like you're having a fucking shit time and I'm going to be here with you no matter what through this shit time. Mm, yeah. Having that support is, like, really important, I think. And just, yeah, just uh, the support, don't you think? Yeah. 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 And knowing you're not alone. Yeah. 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 Oh. When Tessa was in the depths of her hardships of her relationship, how did you support her? I think it's kind of ties back to that is Tessa and I have this weird ass, like, six cents thing. Yeah, even when we're not living yeah, together or in the, in the same, same state. state, like we'll just call each other or message and we'll just know that something's yeah. up or, you know, There'd something's so about many, to happen, yeah. like something even good. Yeah. Like, yeah. There'd be so many times that Tess would call me or I'd call her and I'd be like howling and she'd be like, why are you crying? I'm like, oh. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think just kind of like being there to be able to support each other as we just mentioned. Yep. Yeah. Best life lessons and life learnings. Do you, because people are going to judge you no matter what anyway. Everyone is always going to judge you. So you may as well be happy while you're doing it. Mm. Um, I just think not to compare yourself to anybody else's journey. I think that's been a really good life lesson. Um, You can be at a different stage, but you'll eventually get there maybe, like if you're comparing too early on. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, just never comparing because you're just going to kind of, I don't know, make yourself feel worse if you're not quite there yet yeah yeah and maybe learning to say no 
likes that one too. (laughs) (laughs) How did I forget? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Learning to say no is such a big life lesson because when you start to say no, you're actually attracting the things you want to say yes to. And when you say no to something, then you're able to say yes to more. And loving yourself. Yeah. (laughs) Loving yourself first, but in not relying on anyone else to do that for you. I feel like that's an important one, isn't it? Yeah, I, I hope that I teach. I hope that I have taught Tessa that. Yeah. Sometimes Tessa will catch me rewatching videos of myself. <laughs> like the other day. I oh. just, I think it's really important because if you don't love yourself, you're teaching everybody else not to love you as well. And it's like, if you have self-worth issues or if you're doubting something in yourself, you're kind of establishing that and that's the projection that you're putting out there. So that's the projection that everyone else is seeing of you yeah. and you're pulling that in. So like somebody the other day, somebody said to me like, oh, do you like your ass? I was like, I like everything on my body. There's nothing I don't like on my body. Like it is who I am. It is the reason I'm here. It's a functioning body. I'm so happy with all of my stretch marks, all of my scars, all of my imperfections, everything. In saying that, I did take a little journey to get to that, didn't I? A massive journey. (laughs) Massive. I'm so proud of you. Yeah, like I had literally had pulled my body apart for years and years and tried to fit into what society wanted me to look like and be like and we're literally telling women every single day they're not good enough and they need to be more or be skinnier or be better or be prettier or I don't know have longer eyelashes like there's so many different ways in which us as a society kind of tells women or tears women down and I know that one of my first jobs working in a modeling agency I literally was telling girls that they weren't skinny enough they weren't lean enough they needed to be these certain measurements in order to get work and that was horrible that's like everything I'm not about that was so out of alignment for you huge so out of alignment I'd go home every day and just be like I can't believe I had to do that And then, yeah, when I finally was able to quit and be like, you can pay me whatever you want, I'm not doing this. Like, really empowering to be like, no. That was your kind of turning point, wasn't it? Yeah. That's when I turned to the fitness industry and I was like, you know what? Like, I'm all about how you feel, not about how you look. Yeah. And even now, like, if we're like, oh, this looks like chunkier I'm like no 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 I don't want to hear about how you think you look I want to know about how you feel (laughs) always yeah Yeah. always um was there ever a time that you were jealous of each other yeah when you're out partying and I'm at home with my kids (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding (laughs) Um, no I don't know I feel like we're both We've always been each other's cheerleaders, our yeah. biggest fans, supporters, everything. Yeah. Um, I literally get so excited. Like it's my own little win when I see Sophie win. Um, and I feel like that's what a true friendship should be like. Uh, yeah, no jealousy. Yeah. No jealousy. And even like launch day for Boehm collections and like <laughs> add to cart. Yeah. yeah. So it's really, it's really beautiful when you watch your friends be successful yeah. and do things. It's, yeah, yeah. it's really, really <laughs> All right, you can ask the next question. Okay, so how can you support a friend through going through a hard breakup? Okay. You want me to go? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I think number one is be there for them. I think it's really important as well to not throw their partner under a bus because if I started bagging out Let's not put it on you. Let's put it on me. Mm-hmm. So if you started bagging out my ex and I got back with him, it'd be really hard 
to not remember all of those things that you said, you know, mm. and that's something that so often happens, doesn't it? And yeah, there's been times that I've definitely gone back with an ex and that's oh, happened. And then me on repeat, <laughs> my life sucks, baby. <laughs> um, but <laughs> oh, he's bad for me. Hold on, I'll be right back. Oh, red flag. Oh, yeah, I'm a run towards that. Oh, yeah. There's 50 of them come at me. <laughs> um, no, we've we've grown, guys. We've, we've we're not got, there oh, anymore. <laughs> Oh my god, I've forgotten where we were at. Um, um, hard breakup, don't oh bag yeah. out your butt. Partner. Oh yeah, so getting back with them and then like being the person who is back with the partner, you're like, oh no, my friend said this and now we can't be together in like a group environment or, yeah. you know, and sometimes people do have like a fight or whatever and they get back together and live a really beautiful relationship together um, and then sometimes they don't. But, <laughs> but like you don't want to have those thoughts in your head and just, you know. But even as well, like I know that for me in the past, I'm, not, I'm really going to just put this disclaimer, nothing to do with Nathan because everyone always ties it back to Nathan. Aww. But um, is that when your friends have texted you bad stuff about your partner and you've gotten back with them and then they read it and then it just comes to backfire on you. Yeah. Like that is the worst feeling as well. And then, then where are your friends? Like, yeah, and then you've got yeah, no one. then your partner doesn't like, want you to have hang, those friends. Yeah. yeah. And then you're further isolated and you're literally alone because your friends aren't even able to be there. Yeah. So yeah. kind of just support. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Round <laughs> Lots of support. Um, what is the most intimate experience that you guys have done together? Intimate. Intimate. There was a question in there and it was like, have you guys ever lived out your lesbian experience? And I was like, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so when is the most intimate experience that you guys have done together? Maybe breathwork. Oh, Because yeah. that's kind of... Um, that's very vulnerable. So vulnerable. Yeah. yeah. And we, in the cloud, so when I refer to the cloud, it's our <laughs> king's size bed, um, we would lay by each other, next to each other. Yeah. Like normal people <laughs> in a bed. Wait, you said our king's size okay. bed. I'm just going to say your My king size <laughs> bed. Is Tess and I don't sleep together. She has her own room. Do you I'm remember like, when you first moved up? Do you remember when you first Oh, up? yeah, the questions. But everyone actually believed that Tessa was my new partner. Like, I couldn't shake it. And well, the I did more- kind of just rock up and I'm like, hi, guys, I'm yeah, here. Yeah, but I couldn't exactly be like, this is what's happened and now Tessa lives with me. So I was kind of like, I'll just phase her into my life. Tessa lives here. But yeah, everyone, and every time I would feed the question, I'd be like, we're not lesbians. People would be like, Sophie, Don't believe it's you. okay, just own it. And we're like, okay. And then I'd be like, all right, we're actually lesbians, like, I don't know what you want me to say in this. So, yeah, my king-size bed. And um, when you're doing breath work, you kind of never know what comes up. And I have a podcast on it with Nicola. So if you want to know more about breath work, then go and head to that podcast. But it's – you, you don't know what's going to come up. No, and it's very vulnerable. Like I think breathwork has been one of the things that have really changed my life since yeah, coming up here. Yeah, I just – and doing it together is so vulnerable. Like you literally feel each other's energy and then when you kind of come back to, you're just like sharing all your deepest, darkest kind of yeah. layers and I think that's so kind of special and like yeah. very vulnerable. But, well, yeah, um, there's like nothing that you don't know about yeah. me and it's like that really trusting thing of just like here I am in all of my yeah. flaws, faults and everything that's happened. Mm-hmm. Once again, there's that no judgment. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, it yeah. is, isn't it? I'd have to say that that's definitely the most intimate experience, yeah. Well, one of them 
A lot of them. A lot of the times we would wake up and we'd be dripping in sweat with like no clothes on. Crying. Like crying. <laughs> in a bowl. It's real fun, guys. You should try it. It's a great experience. I can't say I've ever done that with any of my partners in life. So I would have to say that that's quite intimate. <laughs> oh, what is the funniest memory that you shared together? Oh, we have lots. <laughs> okay, hold and on. What's wait. appropriate? <laughs> hold on. How far? Can, yeah, I know. What's appropriate? Bag of dicks. Can I say that one? <laughs> okay. So, oh so this is really, really funny. I think it's funny. So when Tessa moved up, I um I flew to Sydney and we packed up her belongings in like six hours. Literally. And um, part of this process, she had nothing. And we went to Kmart and got her a suitcase. And Kmart, I love the place, but, you know, quality is not its best feature. But we really wanted to make sure that whilst Tessa was up here, she could still work and earn an income and all of the good stuff. And because she just started this online adult business, her whole bedroom was full of (laughs) vibrators, crystal dildos, lube, everything that you'd imagine walking into like a sex shop. And it was Georgia, one of our other girlfriends, and I packing this bag of dicks. So a suitcase full of vibrators. And Georgia was standing on top of it, pushing it down. And I was trying to screw it up. And so we got the zip all the way around. And then we landed in the Gold Coast. And the whole thought of dread just came over me that this Kmart suitcase was just going to burst open. And all these vibrators were going to go all over the conveyor belt. So... Being the true friend I am, I stood all the way at the back and just waited until the suitcase came out and it was fine. But yeah. the, the zip actually broke like last week as well. Yeah. And we were like, Ooh. So there's that one. That was a really funny one. Yeah, that was good. And when dad um, opened, dad came up. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so dad came up like, I don't know, a week or two ago and he is such a get things done kind Ooh. of guy. So he literally walked in, he took that bin to the dump, like we said earlier. Um, then he started cleaning out the garage and I was like, oh my God, like I've left like three suitcases of oh, of the dicks in the garage and I went into Sophie's room and I'm like she's really discreet I was like hey Soph like your dad he's cleaning the garage we've got to like we've got to do something about this because he's going to find the um bag of dicks and then (laughs) I love how we just named it that um and then she's like oh come with me all right let's go went into the garage like dad Tessa Tessa has has a bag of dicks (laughs) and dad was like what what do you mean a bag of dicks (laughs) oh my god yeah, you definitely always threw me under the I bus. I threw you under the bus. <laughs> and yeah. Dad was like, what What do you mean a bag of dicks? And then Lizzie, like Dad's partner, was like, ooh, we might have some fun with those. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. Oh, it was so good. So good. Oh, what about the time? So um, Tessa had like, when she first moved in, she moved into Ryder's room and Ryder moved into Kai's room. And she set it all up in a really like beautiful way, like a shop front. So essentially Ryder's room was a in the cupboard, shop. guys. In the cupboard. <laughs> and uh, she calls me into her room. She goes, come in here. Try, try this. <laughs> oh, it was like a flavoured lube. And I put it on her finger. I was like, try this. It's so good. And she just like looked I'm at cookie. <laughs> I masturbated for the first time when I was 30. I was 30. <laughs> she looked at the finger and she's like, oh, oh. Okay. Like right like, now? Like right and here. so my finger started like going down. <laughs> I was like, what? Try it in your mouth. Like, she's like, eat it. Don't do that. Don't do that. I was like, oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, that was so funny. Uh, that was the best. There's so many, but I just don't know. No, I can't say it. <laughs> what one? 
the one. You know. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Moving <laughs> Another on. Another time, guys. <laughs> uh, if you could summarise each other in three words, what would you say? I would say vibrant, um, funny, and just like raw. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what you see is what you get. Yeah, always. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely wear my heart on my sleeve. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say feminine, soft, and beautiful. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Okay, when each other is hurting, how is the best way to help each other? Um, I literally feel like... I, you don't even have to say anything, and I know when you're hurting. Yeah, I we kind of just scrub the energy, fuck out of her. I just lay on her, <laughs> put her in the cloud, and hug her. Oh, yeah. I feel like we definitely feel each other's energy, and we just know, yeah, how to be, don't we? Yeah, yeah. It's really yeah, it's weird. weird. <laughs> like, hey, let's go get ice cream, or hey, you want to go have a margarita? <laughs> always, that always ends in the worst story, though. It's like that's always the worst. And we do it often. Worst or best? (laughs) Depends who you ask. Depends how we're feeling the next day. Oh, yes. And it's like the older we get, the worse the hangovers are. Not if you sleep for 24 hours. Yeah. (laughs) Some of us have kids, okay? Five children to look after. (laughs) Uh, Do either of you have any experience with loss of your period? This is actually a really good question, especially given the, um, like, surgery and stuff that I just went through. I haven't had, um, I don't think, no, I haven't had a loss of my period. I feel like, (laughs) this is like very open, isn't it? Um, I feel like, um, I don't know, in my stressful times, I actually used to have a very painful period. And then since I've moved up here and I haven't been stressed at all, I don't even know that I'm getting it. Yeah, I know. Everywhere in public all the time. (laughs) (laughs) We were out for breakfast and that was so embarrassing. Where were we? Like Versace or something. And you had like a dress on. I had a dress on and it just like went on my dress. I was like, oh my God, this is so bad. Because I usually have excruciating pain where I like, I haven't been able to get out of bed or anything. That's the only kind of period. And you've had like um, the procedures like the following on procedure. So the procedure that I just had was like a biopsy, which yeah. is nothing in comparison to what you had to go through. And here I am like, it hurt me. <laughs> no, I feel like even that's like really kind of traumatic. But um, yeah, just those procedures for the cervical cancer cells, I had to have that twice early on, like once when I was 20 and then once when I was like 25, I think. But yeah, that's not a very nice experience horrible <laughs> but yeah I don't know yeah but it's no very common I um I don't have any loss of my period my comes I'm yeah I was on like a six-week cycle and then going to the naturopath I'm now on a four-week cycle and it always comes usually it's on the full moon which is a bit weird yeah I won't put that down to the <laughs> do your cycles sync together well, they have changed, haven't they? Yeah, yeah they do sync together. We yeah. usually know. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, we're PMSing this week, guys. Like, so Steer <laughs> clear. No one Stay coming away. to the house. The kids are like, oh, what's wrong with both of you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, not af- yeah, not after Yoni. <laughs> after that experience, I came home and Kai was like, what is happening? He's like, mum, you should always get a massage. Like he didn't know it was a Yoni massage. He just thought it was a full body massage. He's like, mum is in the best mood ever. <laughs> Um, At what point did you realise that you would be friends forever? Was there a defining moment? I don't think there was a defining moment as such. I just feel like we bonded really easily, didn't we? Yeah. Um, We, back in the day, we used to do all these like little modelling gigs together. Um, I think we did 
grid girls at the car racing and we were always like double trouble. And we that were, was like four years in a row, hey? Yeah, four or five years in a yeah. row. Um and that was the only time Soph really didn't have the boys. the boys for the whole year. So we had to do four days of like this car race or whatever. But yeah. for us, it was just like a bunch of fun. Like we'd go there and um, from 6am in the morning and work till maybe 4pm. And then we'll go to all the after parties together. <laughs> and like, we were just inseparable, weren't we? Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, because I, w- I was obviously a single mum with the boys and my parents, my mum would take the boys for those four days. And that was the only time that I didn't have them. Mm. And usually I was working two jobs and I'd, yeah, I'd have to grind really hard. And during the Clipsal period, because we had to be on the grid or the track at like 6.30 in the morning for mm. hair and makeup, we literally like, yeah, I couldn't have the kids. So we literally just ran amok for four days straight. Yeah. It like was it was so work, but it fun. was literally like the funnest work ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it really was. We had a great time together. Mm. Okay. So what is the biggest lesson you have taught each other? I think the biggest lesson that you have taught me is how to soften. You are very feminine and I am not. (laughs) Oh, that's so nice. Um, I feel like there's, there's not one in particular. Like I feel like along this journey, we're constantly, like you're constantly teaching me all these like little things (laughs) and I'm like, oh my God, how did I not know this? Like (laughs) whether it's just something that's so like day to day or whether it's something that's oats. (laughs) (laughs) No, I know that. Um, Yeah. Just like little lessons along the way. And I'm like, oh, wow. Like, this is so good. Thank you. (laughs) I'm glad. Yeah. If you had a theme song, what would it be? I know what yours would be. Yours would be like Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey, sorry. (laughs) Mariah Mariah Carey. Which one? Mariah Carey. I don't care. (laughs) It would be... I want to know what love is. Oh my God. <laughs> it would. It would, yeah. <laughs> Her favourite song is like Into You by Fabulous. Uh, yeah, I do love that song. <laughs> um, I would say something where you're like kind Changes of- Changes by Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's your favourite. You love Blast I rap. Out. I rap the men part and you rap the chicks. Yeah, but I reckon the song like- that really old one from the 60s, you know, that You Don't Own Me song? <laughs> that would be, that would be, yeah. <laughs> it would be. Or oh, Inde- Miss Independent. Oh, Thank yes, you know. yes, Independent. Trying to not be. Uh, okay. <laughs> How well do you feel you know each other? So well. I feel like I can just look at Soap and I'll know <laughs> what she's thinking or what kind of mood she's in. Um, and I feel gives like, it away. <laughs> and I feel like vice versa as yeah. well. Mm. Yeah, we just have that little sense. Even like the other day, Tessa texted me and it was nothing even. She was literally like, hey, I'm going to bed. Good night. And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> and I like ran upstairs and she was like sobbing in bed. And I yeah. was like, come here. <laughs> She didn't even tell me that in a text, though. I just knew. Yeah, just those little things. Where do you guys – this is the last question, by the way. Where do you guys see each other in five years? I'll go first. She'll be like, five years' time, okay, let's go, like, 54-year-old man. What? 15 (laughs) stepchildren. She'll be like a Stepford wife. That's what she'll be like. Oh, I'd love to be a step. <laughs> I'm like, all of a sudden, I have all these kids, <laughs> and they all love her. Like, they all love and her. They all need me. <laughs> they need me, and I like it. Um, I don't know. I just f- I feel like Sophie. Every year, you grow and you turn into like a better version of yourself. I like. I'm just so multiply. 
Oh, yeah, maybe you'll have a few more kids. Oh, sick. I love this. (laughs) I reckon you've got two more in you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Considering I'm up to four, that's great for me. Six is a nice number. Is it? (laughs) Why don't you have six then? Why don't you have six? I have six stepkids. (laughs) That are mine. (laughs) Oh, that'll be such a fun time. Imagine the vacations. Yeah, I I actually like the chaos of having a big family. Yeah. Because I like their laughter. No, there's not. And they're always fun and we're always doing something and it's, yeah, it's always really good. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, that was the last question. I hope that you guys got to know us a little bit more than what you see on Instagram at the moment. Tessa, as always, thank you for joining me. Thank you. Thanks for having me. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. This week's bookworm book that I am reading is How to Do the Work. Now, it's actually written by Dr. Nicole. Um, Her Instagram handle is the holistic psychologist on Instagram. I can almost guarantee that you would probably be following her. She puts out some really, really good stuff. Her first release sold out in, her pre-sale actually sold out in minutes and my beautiful breathwork coach actually bought me the book on pre-sale for my birthday. So it was really, really beautiful. It is quite in depth and really relatable. So a really good recommendation. Now, if you guys are wanting to get involved, don't forget that you can call the caller hotline on 0756496851. And if you want to continue the conversation, you can head to the closed Facebook group, which is simply Flourish and Fulfilled, or on Instagram, Flourish and Fulfilled. Until next week, bye guys.